Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path, episode 140. Yeah. Now with a record-breaking number of cultists to fight. Woo! <laughs> I, oh, yeah. It, I don't think it's record-breaking. Uh, eight we... at once? I don't know if we've done eight at once. I see how much you like six at once, and well, I thought eight. It's at least record-breaking for the sightless sphinx. Okay, if I was going to say for the Slight Sphinx, because when we fought Kelru, there was a ton of cultists there. Oh, that's a good point. Did we fight more than eight or more? I think we definitely fought more than eight there. There was a bunch up top. No, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. All right, I rescind my statement. But this time we have a paladin. I was going to say, we, we, are, have we a are a ghostly paladin. Well, they're not undead. They are evil, though, I guess. That's fair. You're not as outnumbered as you were previously, so I mean... Maybe it all makes for even numbers. I'm not going to lie. I thought Jordan was going to say now with a record-breaking number of episodes. <laughs> oh, that like, would have been even funnier. Isn't every week? Every a week it's a record-breaking number of episodes. Technically. <laughs> for us. So, yeah, I suppose jumping back in to the, uh, the further adventures of the doorkeepers as they make their way through the Sightless Sphinx when last we left our heroes... The doorkeepers exploring deeper into the Sightless Sphinx had fought against a quartet of, I think they're specters? That sounds about right. They were awful. That's what they were. They were bad specters draining us of our life. Incorporeal undead. The party after that felt that they needed to rest considering all of the level drain. Yeah, but I fixed that. Yes, the uh, said level drain was fixed. The party then set back off from there in the, uh, the last episode. Explored around, found a uh, cool, or went down to this cool floating disc room where uh, mm-hmm. the party debated for a little while and then someone hopped up on top of there, Hollis, I believe. And yep. then it's like, oh, look, the door opened. And then they found a cool teleportation room where you can actually leave the sightless sphinx and travel outside in case, you know, you get tired of being stuck here, not being able to teleport anywhere. I just can't decide if that's a good omen or a bad one. And we were too excited about that to notice the horrible golem behind us. And you both have golem bane scarabs. Yes. Yes, we do. Yep, we do. (laughs) And neither of us check. Nope, neither of us. But we learned a valuable lesson because Rick is all about teaching us lessons. Check all Um, the statues. (laughs) Most of the statues in here have just been like looking glass statues. That's why we didn't bother checking and he took advantage of that. Hey, I was actually extra generous with you because uh, he did do a he did do a big description of it, so we should have known that was important in some way, shape, or form. Rick does big descriptions of everything. That's fair. <laughs> also, book has written the uh, the statue animates when anyone walks into the room, and I instead ah. decided, you know what, it'd be more interesting if it was just someone mess with the platform because I want to give them a chance to use those cool amulets that they'd never remember to use. And then, of course, we didn't remember to use it. <laughs> I've remembered to use it before. You have before. I mean, Masika doesn't have one, Rude. and I can't keep track of all the junk everybody else has. Well, I mean, that's not your job. It's our job to remember we have things to, to do. <laughs> that is, you have this, things. It's almost a bit more of an after-party conversation, but that is a challenge with higher-level play, where it is the same thing that happened with Jessica, where she was like, yeah, I, I was a full round into the combat before I remembered that I have this immobile rod. Oh, yeah, I've had an immovable <laughs> rod for a long time. Yep. It's like, I've got so much magic crap, I can't keep track of it. <laughs> <laughs> Following this, however, the party did successfully defeat the uh, the rather cool, uh, I keep wanting to say Panthro, but uh, Pantharon. It sounds golem. like a member of the Thundercats. I was going to say, why I keep say Panthro. <laughs> to say Thundercats, oh. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Because Panthro is cool. After defeating said golem, however, the party then made their way 
back out from this section of the Sightless Sphinx to go and speak to their ally, Rubila, in the front right paw of the Sphinx. And upon arriving, had found that apparently the Girtebalilu had just up Peaced and out. left. Yes. Yeah, because we haven't found any <laughs> bodies or anything. They're just gone. I mean, they're not stupid. I'm sure they were like, well, jigs up. <laughs> I guess. Especially if we didn't come back, they're probably like, oh, they probably got caught by the cult. We just well, assume they're all dead. They were listening to us via the vents, so. It's true. <laughs> yeah. And instead, you found a creepy room that you had not gone into previously with uh, crazy paintings on the surrounding walls. That are either mind reading or prophetic, not sure which. They're very neat. Why not both? I want those magic paints in there, though. <laughs> well, yeah, them. we got to go like deal with the haunt, but we didn't want to like waste resources and potentially make a racket yeah. when there was clearly something afoot. Anyway, yeah. future problems. Any hoozles. Yes, later problems, because then we opened the double doors into where we had met Rubila, and there's cultists. And I cast echolocation. And Citra's invisible. Oh, and yeah, because we like totally botched the stealth rolls, so they knew we were coming. This is not a stealthy party. No. Yes. Not really. <laughs> that, no. That's why Citra drank the visibility post, and she was like, oh, these guys are just, this ain't working. <laughs> yeah, Sudi's moderately stealthy, but man, can I not roll. So... Yeah, I suppose we should just kind of jump back into things. So the party opening this door, the door opens into a large chamber, the silver bonfire burning in the center of it inside of its wide rectangular pit, giving off this considerable amount of heat and dim white light that suffuses this room. This reflects off of the polished shields affixed to the vaulted ceiling and creates this almost kaleidoscope of white light that dances about the room. Stone workbenches form a half circle around the pit next to the stone troughs, and a brick kiln sits on the far side of the pit. Against the walls, more tables hold various tools and implements. Eight figures stand in this room. Two of them, as the door slides open, slide their feet back and drop into a barehanded, combat-ready stance. Another three of them spin their scimitars in readiness as they begin to stride forward and a further three of them clutch onto their long spears, which crackle with electricity as they bellow out from behind their masks. And you know what? Let's go ahead and just kick off with some initiative, shall we? Time to roll for initiative. Let me cue up a little combat music. Sirenscape, outnumber your friends. Wow. Almost two to one, too. <laughs> Almost. Only because we have a ghostly paladin. Mm-hmm. Is it not two to one? Well, they're not going to be able to do much against her unless they have ghost touch weapons. Uh, they probably also uh, have magic weapons. I mean, weapons. they can still do stuff to her with, like, elemental damage and stuff, so. Magic weapons, magic fists. You know those guys have magic fists? You found a whole bunch of uh, amulets of the mighty fists so far. All right. Well, let's start with her. Hollis rolls an 11 for an 18. Nice. Sudikantar. I have rolled a 9 for a 12. Not quite so nice. Masika of the Beckon. Masika rolls an 18 for a 21. All right, Citra Nahamra. Citra also gets an 11 for a 17. Lady Sophronia coming in with a 22. Nice. Improved initiative. That's good beat. Yeah, and Paladin's not usually going to have a very good initiative. Let's see. Back to having three different stat blocks again. Suffer. <laughs> Suffer! No, no, no pity from us players. I'll need a roll off with Citra. I rolled a nat one. Boo. <laughs> for a seven yeah they didn't roll necessarily great either oh good <laughs> all right so combat begins 
Lady Sophronia's first initiative. Nice. I bet she charges. Maybe not, though. She will glide forward, floating into the room, glancing about, moving with the familiarity which implies to you that she probably went this way in life as well, as she seemed to at least somewhat know this chamber, despite the fact that in death she'd been unable to get to these rooms. She's got a good memory. As she glides forward, there is this almost sunrise-like light that starts at the base of her feet and then suffuses through her as she lets out a prayer to Serenre, which is literally the spell prayer. Hmm. Casting this, granting all of her allies a plus one luck bonus on attack rolls, weapon damage rolls, saves, and skill checks. Yay! Keep that in mind for all of you. And a minus one penalty to every person within 40 feet of her, which is all of them. Uh, on all of those same rolls. Masika of the Beckon. Masika is going to move forward so she can get a little bit better idea of what's going on in the room. Which ones are the monks and which ones have metal armor? The party's moving in from this wide hallway. The hallway itself you guys are coming out of is 20 feet across because this place is ridiculous. Through these doors that are almost just as wide and into this very spacious chamber, about 90 feet across, probably about that deep. Tapers a little bit towards one end, towards the paw side, where the little toe beans would be on an actual yeah, space. toe beans. <laughs> the cultists are currently arranged going left to right, which won't necessarily help the audience so much, but scimitar cultists, longspear cultists, scimitar cultists, monk, monk, longspear cultists, longspear cultists, scimitar cultists. All right. Um, Masika's going to cast ball lightning. I get three orbs, because I'm not going to say balls, because we giggled about that way too much. <laughs> tee-hee, And I'm going to drop them on, oh, the ones on the four far right, one on each cultist. They okay. each need to make a reflex save. Since they're wearing metal armor, they take a minus four penalty on that reflex save. All right, minus five with the prayer penalty from the paladin. Hey. Stacking those debuffs. The DC is a 21. It's uh, a perfect 20 on every dice. So that will fell, fell, and fell. (laughs) Nice. Nice. I think my turn just became apparent. (laughs) Yes, also cast ball lightning. (laughs) Oh, I don't have that, but similar. So I guess going in a row, the first one takes uh, 14 points of electricity damage. Okay, so one of the barbarians. Barbarian? Yeah, you guys Bar- saw them Bar- rage oh, yeah. before oh, with the electricity. Right. Yeah, the electricity guys are barbarians. The next one takes nine. And the last one takes 12. And then Narmer is going to spit at the monk directly in front of us. Okay. So the left of the two monks. Narmer rolls a 17, which gets him a 28. Uh, 28 will hit his target's touch, I say. He does two points of acid damage. He's helping. He's, he's he like a little xenomorph. <laughs> <laughs> he remembers those monks from last time. Yeah, he doesn't like <laughs> that. Yeah, that's true. He's like, Mashika, get far get away from me. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> All right. From Masika, we go to said monks. Dang it. Unfortunate. So the first of the two disciples circles wide around Lady Sophronia, darting forward. Does Uh-oh. that, what do they call it, the Naruto run or whatever it is? Anyway, runs forward, sand kicking up beneath his feet as he launches himself to the attack, lashing out with a foot against Masika. And you know what? I think I'll make it a stunning foot. Oh, no. Uh-oh. He's Luke hanging you. 
Ooh, that one's pretty good. Minus one for the prayer. We'll make that a 28. Ha <laughs> ha, misses. Yay. Hey. Thank Barely you, Barely with a 29 of Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Sophronia. <laughs> so close. The second one slides in with a five-foot step against Lady Sophronia. He's and he'll go ghost. ahead and full-out attack. Uh -oh. And Floria blows. Punching the ghost. And you can't stun her because she is not alive. It's true. Welcome to Sudi Kantar's problems. It's true. <laughs> it's true. You're undead. Nothing I can do to you. Well, no, there's plenty you can do. Just no you stun. don't have a brain for me to discombobulate, technically First speaking. attack is a 15, which won't hit. Second attack is a 26, which will not hit. Third attack <laughs> is a 26, which will not hit. <laughs> Fourth attack is a 19-18 with a penalty, which will not hit. So that was unfortunate for him. They're so much more uh -huh. effective when they're punching spellcasters. Suckers. Hollis Starkweather. <laughs> Yay, Hollis Starkweather. I will point out that they didn't hit the spellcaster. Sure. Hollis is going to step on up and look around at her situation here. Okay. There are cultists everywhere. It's a target-rich environment. Yeah, I can only get four of them. Uh, I need to see how far apart they are. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, she will then take a leaf out of Masika's book and cast lightning arc between the two cultists on the back line that are on the opposite ends. Return of the elemental buddies. <laughs> and uh, that will put a, lark a, a line of lightning through everything between those two cultists. They get reflex saves. So I can't remember. I saw someone did a series of this once where it's like you add or remove a single letter from a spell. Uh, and it's like, it creates an entirely new spell. And you just said like a lark there. Mm. It was just like electric lark. It'd be an interesting spell. <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool. Deploy a bird a, just comes down and lands on you and shocks yeah, the crap out of you. This is lightning arc. on you and shocks you. Not to be confused with the uh, second edition cantrip. Yep. But anyway, they get a reflex save for half. The DC for that is a 22. All right. That's possible. So let's see. That doesn't do some weird, uh, you're wearing metal armor thing, does it? It's not written in the text of the spell. Okay, then no. Then no. They're somewhat selective about when that happens. I know, I feel like it should be all lightning spells, but you know, what do I know? Let's start with our wardens. It's just a one. So that's a 19 for him. Nope. Perfect 20 for one of our barbarians. Boo. Lame. 22 for the other barbarian and that's a exactly. 23. I the barbarians are great. However, that one wow. guy is just not getting out of the way. You know what? They're still taking half. So that's true. Off. Um, I rolled <laughs> 34 points of damage. So that'll be 17 Ooh. to the ones that saved. And I get 11 temporary hit points for my cool feet. Nice. It's still a pretty good deal of damage, all things considered. True. But I wanted them to fully suffer. <laughs> We're seeing the vindictive Jessica come out. AKA she remembers Hollis. being punched a lot by a lot of these cultists, too. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little tired of them. Yeah, so the warden on the uh, the far side, off towards your left as you enter into the room, not the furthest warden, but the, the center of the wardens, takes a lot of that hit as it still just kind of crackles across the other three. It does seem to injure all of them, although you can tell that there's some small amount of resistance to the electricity mm -hmm. from the... Uh, the barbarians that are also crackling with electricity. So it brings us to the wardens. Not going as great as they would like. The first one will move in, sliding up alongside Masika. Hefts his scimitar and swings. Rude. Minus one to that would be a... Ah, I think you're going to be angry at this one. That would be a 30 regular, a 29 with the minus one penalty. Yes, that's right on the nose. 
Dang uh -huh. it. He slices, oh, uh, eight points of damage. Don't sound so sad about that. <laughs> he could have done a lot more than that. <laughs> From there, we go to the uh, the next one that was just blasted by Hollis. And they don't moves. know that Citra is waiting here in the wings to stab the bejesus out of him. Nope. So moves forward, can't get to Hollis, however, spins and swings at the flanked paladin. That is a 32, which will hit. Oh, but 13 points of damage there. So half of that would be <laughs> six points of damage there. Uh, only 145 hit points to go. <laughs> Somehow, despite being incorporeal, she's still made of meat. Well, you know. Paladin. The other one's going to leave that shocking electrical thing behind and move 15. He's going to have to double move. <laughs> he will. Double he moves up into Hollis. Hurt Hollis. He doesn't know what's waiting for him. So rushes forward towards Hollis Starkweather. Citra Nahamra. Citra Nahamra would like to full out attack this guy. <laughs> oh, you're going to have a bad he day. He has, has some cover around the door jam, but that's it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hollis is just like, heh heh, heh All right. <laughs> I like to think Hollis is like, oh dear, they're coming towards me. I hope someone saves me in time. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Sugar's saying for sure. Looking through right. the hole. Um, Sugar's sitting there like, play it up more. <laughs> Pretend you're going to faint. I oh, I have the vapors. <laughs> rolled an 11 for a 28. A 28 will hit your flat-footed foe, even with the, the meager protection that is that door jam. Okay. I think I haven't fought in close quarters. Were these the guys with the electricity? No. Mm -mm. Okay. So, so these are the spear guys. Do you want me to do the electricity separate or just lump it all together? Uh, you can roll it all together. Okay. okay. That'll be 38 points of damage. <laughs> Ouch. He doesn't like that as he bellows out in a scream as your blade stabs into him <laughs> and Citra suddenly pops into appearance next to Hollis. Unfortunately, Not I that Hollis wasn't aware she was there the entire time no, anyway. No. All right, second attack. <laughs> uh, it was not a crit, but it was very close. Uh, well, I guess technically it crits because uh, I have a good one. Uh, I rolled a 19, which gets me a 31, and that is a threat. 31 will hit. Threat roll to confirm. Uh, but I don't think this will confirm. Uh, I rolled a three for a 15. A 15 will sadly not confirm. Yeah, I didn't think it would. Oh, well. It's no longer flat-footed. Actually, 15 would have confirmed if he was still flat-footed either. He's feeling it in his kidneys, though. <laughs> well, the second one doesn't have sneak attack. It was still 17 points of damage. 17 points of damage. Yeah, because nice. I get my D6 of electricity and I rolled a four on the D4. So. He's still going. That worked out very good. Hey, Um, Okay, so I just looked this up. Uh, the reposition action, it specifically says for that combat maneuver, it's opponents. Can I use that on Masika to get her out of this mess? I can hate Sudi for six seconds. <laughs> yeah, right. Can, can we choose to be antagonists for about six seconds so I can do that? Cat versus fish. <laughs> Cat versus catfish. Hey. <laughs> so I think the quickest and easiest way to do this is uh, if you're making an attack roll, such as like a touch attack or something to deliver a cure spell, it's assumed that the ally is automatically allowing you to hit them. So I'm going to assume that you would automatically succeed. And that, I mean, Masika's going to assume Sudi's helping, not punching. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, know. He could be possessed again. Yeah, he was <laughs> just possessed. <laughs> I'm rebuilding some trust here, y'all. Uh, so... <laughs> 
Assuming that you only want to move her five feet. Which I do. Then I would just say that that automatically automatically succeeds. We'd have to get into you rolling against her CMD and all the rest of that stuff if you're trying to move her more than five feet. Just a, just attack them. <laughs> yeah. So instead of doing that, I will start wailing on uh, the one right in front of me, this up next to Masika, and uh, full out attack flurry of blows. I'm going to start with a stunning strike. Okay. He does have partial cover because of the door jam. You know what? I'm going to get big before I do all that. Okay. So I am bigging myself with You remove Masika's ability to five foot step out of uh, her situation. Oh, wait. No, then I don't <laughs> want to do that. That is not that is not what I was I trying like to do. I like this suit goes into this like, I should protect Masika by moving her somewhere else. Oh, crap. I can't get around to do that. You know what? Screw it. You're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to lock her in there because that would be a problem. Um, okay, so I'll stay small. I'm just going to start punching this guy. Um, okay. You know what? If I took a five foot step over warden. between, like, next to Hollis, would I still have the, uh, the? Would they still get the cover from the doorway? No. Okay. I might have to do that. Sorry, Masika. Masika's um, still really five foot step diagonal. Yeah, she's yeah, still five foot step. Yeah, I just really need to hurt this guy. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna take a five foot step over, uh, basically next to Hollis behind Masika, and start wailing on the one that's closest to me, which is the only one I can hit anyway. Oh, I feel so safe. I'm in the middle of a, of a strong sandwich. Starting with a uh, stunning fist flurry of blows, goodness. <laughs> this is a plus 16 now with the bless, with the prayer. I was like, look at me up here on the front lines. I'm going to leave immediately. I roll a five for a 21. A 21? 21 will strike the warden. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Uh, D8 plus seven. All right. I deal 11 points of damage to him. Uh, he will need to make me a fortitude save. DC 21. Good old fort save for him. He's probably going to make this, but... He's not a monk. Well, he might have good fort, though. Maybe. Uh, I rolled decently, so let's see what we got. Uh, 25. Yeah, so he's good. All right, so he is not a little, stunned. A small behind the screen here. Uh, he is a multi-class fighter ranger, so he's got uh, lots of fortitude saves. Uh, yeah. Oh, I apologize. That was a 24 because minus one to save since... Still doesn't prayer. matter. He beats the 21 DC, so unfortunate. Uh, all right, second attack. That is a seven for a 23, which we already know will hit him. 23 will strike your target. That is nine points of damage. Wait, are these guys chaotic? Lawful evil. Lawful evil. Okay, that's okay. That's what I thought. I just realized I was like, I do extra to chaos people now. You're probably um, okay. gonna wreck the Moftet's world, though. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that in the Glaber Zoo. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be whooping on. Um, Unfortunately, these these cultists are really well organized. <laughs> dang it! How dare you be organized and have like you know the equivalent of a standing army? It's true. And divisions and specialities. Um, okay, and then my next Class one levels. is a plus eleven. Well, cults tend to be crazy. They also tend to be well regimented. That is a five for an 11. So that was a five, seven, and five for the dice rolls. So that's not probably going to hit. 11? No. He is not, in fact, a gelatinous Sorry, uh, 16. <laughs> Big difference. Closer, but no. Uh, let me use a key point to get another attack. Uh, just imagine the gelatinous cube cultists, where it's just a gelatinous cube with a mask floating inside of it. <laughs> they Goodness. ate a cultist once and decided to join up. <laughs> One of us. <laughs> it just has a bunch of masks floating and it's yes, a bunch of yeah. Why? Why dice? Why? All right. I rolled a three. Okay. Which uh, is a 19, which probably isn't going to hit. A 19 will strike your target. Oh, that hey. is surprising. There is sure real that was low. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, you know what? I'll take it. I'm going to roll damage now. Uh, that is 12 points of damage to him. 
Jordan's still not used to being a frontline fighter type with a full base attack. <laughs> you I'm always amazed when I can hit really anything low. when I roll so terribly. It's like I rolled a two, and it's like you hit him anyway. It's like, yeah, okay. Welcome to the front line. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the yeah, front exactly. line. It's great. <laughs> welcome to it's full base. It's really great. So yeah, you pummel this guy. He is still going, however. Of course he is. Uh, as you begin slamming your fist into him, tries his best to uh, interpose his shield, manages to deflect one of the attacks, but not much past that. Bringing us to the bottom of the initiative. Sudi will call out to Masika. Masika, get back. Get back. That's the plan. <laughs> I don't think she looks worried at all. Apparently not. I, I'm worried about the next round when they all close in. I have a 29 AC. I'm not so too squishy. They can still hit yeah. you. So do I, but I've got hit points and damage reduction and stuff for days, so. I just got to be able to see my, my lightning orbs to move them around. You can still see them, I think, if you See your orbs from the way. hallway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that brings us to our barbarians. It's the barbarians. Barbarians. So the first one is going to rush forward, uh, stab at Masika with his long spear. Rude. Rude. Reach. <laughs> That would be a natural one, so that's ah. not going to hit. All right, I think I have a plan for my turn. We'll see if it stays intact. Is it Masika steps out and you cast Cone of Cold on these guys? Because <laughs> that would be a good one. I don't have that today. Sad. The second barbarian rushes forward past or entering into the threat range for Lady Sophronia and will stab out at Hollis. Rude. I didn't even hit you. Or did I? Yes. Y'all look the same with yeah. the masks on. You lightly electrocuted him. <laughs> 28. <laughs> yes, that will hit my 21 AC. Yikes. So the barbarian, ow, the barbarian stabs you for 16 points of regular ah. damage and five points of electricity. Ah. That does nothing. Yikes. So you absorb oh, the electricity. Right. But <laughs> You're just like, that tingles. Uh, and I had 11 temporary hit points, so it doesn't do a whole lot, actually. Nice. The other one rushes forward. Citra's got cover from that door. Yeah, so he rushes forward and stabs out at Sophronia. Raging all the while. Ooh, that's a 30, 30 after the penalty to hit, which will strike Sophronia for, that's 14, so seven points of damage since she's incorporeal. 138 to go. Oh wait, there was electricity and that came from a corporeal source. So another, then. I rolled a five for that, so two points of electricity damage on top of that, so. 136 to go. From the cultists, we go back to Lady Sophronia. It's a target-rich environment. Yeah, there's so yeah. many people to choose from. It's too bad she's not know. a whirling dervish right now. <laughs> Maybe step back in here with us a little bit? Uh, if she steps back, she's she's in the flank. She's, if she stepped back, she'd be further in the flank. Well, she's going to start by trying to see if she can kill that cultist behind her. So she'll spin in place and lash out at the scimitar-wielding zealot. Wait, sorry. Scimitar-wielding warden. Wardens are the scimitars. Zealots are the barbarians. Somebody just used the thesaurus for this book. Mm. <laughs> what are you going to do? That's a 32, which will strike her target. I certainly hope so. Cutting into him for eight. That's the one that took the full blast from uh, Hollis's lightning arc. So it's not looking that great to begin with. Second sword swing out at him with a 22, which will also strike. This one only for eight more points of damage. Well, poorly for those D8s. Third swing. As a perfect 20, will hit threat. Nice. Natural one will fail to confirm. Ah. The dice giveth. The dice taketh. Uh, 12 points of damage, however, so she does break her streak of eight points of damage. That cultist is still standing, however. 
Yeah, I mean, one flank is as good of another, so she starts moving back towards Masika. Speaking of, Masika. The air reeks of this smell of ozone. Sudi's hair stands up on end. I can't move my <laughs> orbs. That one moves to there, moves 20 feet. So the far one that was on the zealot that double moved instead closes 20 feet closer. The middle one moves 20 feet also towards where the cultists have moved. Okay. The last one will move 20 feet into the monk square. All right, closes on the monk. He the monk can... looks over his shoulder towards it, eyes it suspiciously. <laughs> He can make a reflex save. He's probably going to make this, but you know. Uh, oh, yeah. There's a one on uh, every 32. Dice. Oh, yeah. Oh so he doesn't take any damage. Holy yep. cow. Evasion. He flips out of the way. I think really what these last fights have kind of shown is that it's the monks. Really? Yes, it's just it's really the you got to worry about the monks. Yes. The other guys are a whole bunch of hit points, but these monks. Keep dodging the spells. I wonder if that was the intention when uh, I think it's Amber e. Scott wrote this book. She's just like, I just want to make people really appreciate the monk and it fear the wouldn't monk. Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I was going to say, some of the weirdest fights we've ever had has been against an enemy monk. Especially <laughs> if they have like, uh, oh gosh, what is it? The one snatch that they can catch arrows. Snatch arrows. Yeah, they have ca- snatch yeah. arrows and you're like hitting them with some, like throwing a bolt at them or something. They just catch it and it's like, wow, that's so weird. I'm on a five foot step diagonally back into the doorway so we're like literally in a line right here hold the line (laughs) what the heck i'll whap this guy hollis and masika on the front line masika rolls a 16 uh which gets her a 25 to whap the guy with her mace even with the uh the door frame someone interrupting that that will strike the warden she whaps him for four points of damage all right. You lightly tap the guy on the other side of the doorway. Well, you know. Working with what we got here. From Masika, we go to the Disciples. Oh, lovely. A.K.A. the Monks. So the first Disciple will slide forward, darting in between two of the Wardens as he steps into the doorway, squares up against Sudi. Dang it. But we'll first kick a foot out at Hollis. That rude. They're so rude to Hollis. I certainly didn't hit that guy, I don't think. <laughs> Yet. Wait. Oh, no, no, you didn't hit that guy. <laughs> they're, they're looking at you going, that's the one slinging the spells. That's the one we got to drop first. That's that's all yep. that is. Spell slinger. Rude. Also a fun gunslinger spinoff, spell slinger. Mm-hmm. However, uh, actually, I don't know. 20. Yeah, it'd be a 20 with the minus one penalty to strike Hollis. Then no, it hits me exactly on the nose. Good gravy. It's sad. So a 20 will strike. Uh, I will need you to go ahead and make me a fortitude save. Ooh, and he's a big enough monk to get the D10. I'm rolling that one. Oh, oh no. Seven. Josh, you're going to uh, get destroyed. So you take eight points of non-lethal damage and you are stunned. Somebody shove me back out of this line. Well, you know what? Sugar, pull me. Pull me out of this line. <laughs> <laughs> Let me out of here, sugar. He slides forward, kicks out a foot, hits Hollis square in the nose as she stumbles back. Blood just gushes down across her face. Whatever your lightning arc spell component is just tumbles from your numbed fingers as she stumbles back and grabs onto her broken nose. Fur and two glass figurines. Oh, yeah. So two glass figurines like fall down, tumble in slow motion. He's flurry of blowsing, so he'll go ahead and try a hit at Sudi also. Higher attack bonus. Uh, with the minus one, that's a 28. No. All right. So Sudi manages to stumble back and out of the reach of that one. He's going to punch out twice at all. Uh, you know what? He hasn't tried hitting Masika yet. He'll try a hit against Masika. 
Man, these guys Test really the don't want to go after Sudi. I need to get big, so I'm more of a threat. You're too hard. Well, I'll take to out the spellcasters first. Yeah. That's a tw 23 to hit Masika, which I don't believe is going to hit. Nope. All right. He's going to go for the low-hanging fruit, a.k.a. Hollis, and uh, yep. finish with the punch out at Hollis. I might have spoken too soon. So that is... Uh, I mean, he's going to stunned, but that's a 14. That hits on the nose. Oh. Dang ah. it. Oh. Ooh, uh, a telling hit for 15 points of damage ah! as he slams his fist into Hollis's solar plexus. So how dead you, Hollis? I'm not even half health yet. Oh, that's good. I also have <laughs> contingencies around hit points. I'll start with her. You're stunned. Yeah, I'm She's stunned. got a few bottles of fairies, you know, so if she goes down, they just swirl up around her and she's fine. I yeah. see. I back up myself to the, to the cloud, y'all. <laughs> From there, we go to the Wardens. Goodness, there's too many of these guys. So the far one, uh, Masika's got cover, so he's going to try full-out attacking Sudi, who just punched the crap Thank out of him you. a minute ago. Thank you. Attack me. Our front line needs to start rolling higher initiatives so they can get in I know, front right? Of us. I was immediately like, well, this is a problem. So I was like, I'm not going to go in the room. I should first. be safe. And then, nope. <laughs> well, Lady Sophronia also thought the rest of us were going to get in the room. Yeah. Which well, I was going to until this one ran up on Hollis, and I was like, well, no, I got to defend Hollis because I was going to get in the flank with Lady Sophronia. I know. Oops. So this warden lashes out at Sudi. That's a 29 with the minus one. Right on the dot. Ah, that is a threat. Unfortunate. Natural one will not confirm. Woo! Woohoo! Rolling a lot of natural ones today. I'm fine with this. Sorry for you. So eight points of damage as the scimitar slices into you. That could have been a lot worse. Follows it up with a backswing darting in with a 25. It's not bad. No. I don't think it's enough. That is not enough. The second one is going to five foot step cutting off Sophronia's oh, retreat and then forming gravy. up a full line blocking all of you into the hallway now and separating you from your paladin ally. Will then ignore Sudi and Hollis and lash out at Citra. That's weird. I mean, Hollis, you're stunned, so. Which makes me an easy target, but, I mean, they can not hit me. That's also fine. Uh, lashes out at Citra with a 30. Uh, yep. Stabbing Citra for 15 points of damage as the scimitar darts in. I imagine as the blade curves around as it darts forward, it's almost roguelike precision, but more that he seems to be anticipating your maneuvers, much in the way that uh. Segura would. Oh, he's he's favorite enemy human. <laughs> Amber Scott, thought she was going to get a lot of people. She thought she was going to get a bunch of people with that. Uh, yeah, that's why he's targeting you over Hollis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Follows that up with a backswing with a 26. <laughs> no. All right. They're starting to register that those second swings aren't hitting. The third one of the wardens, the one that Citra just stabbed in the kidney twice or in both <laughs> kidneys, whichever, will spin and swing with his scimitar towards Citra. It's only a 21. Nope. He'll take the second swing at Hollis. Low-hanging fruit. Although that might actually miss. That is a 12. That misses! <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, it, that second swing of theirs is so low. From the Wardens, we go to Citra Nahamra. If only Lady Sophronia was one square over. Or Hollis was not in that square. I'm going to try to get out of the square as soon as I can freaking move. Okay. So as it stands right now, Masika, Sudi, Hollis, and Citra have formed up a line 
on one side of the door, having not actually stepped foot into the room. Yeah, we literally <laughs> never even made it in the room. Masika did. Masika did. Masika uh, put five feet in the room. Okay, <laughs> fine. And then opposite of them is uh, scimitar cultist, monk cultist, scimitar oh. cultist, scimitar cultist, with two long spear cultists lined up behind them. One pulling a matrix in the background, dodging a lightning ball monk <laughs> in the background, and then another long spear cultist closing in. So I did forget to apply my debilitating injury to this guy. Can I go ahead and call that now? No, it's over because it's been one round. So yeah. unfortunately you forgot. Maybe he would have missed that stab at you. Oh no, that was a different guy. Actually, I think yes. that guy missed both of his attacks anyway. Okay, <laughs> well, crap. All right, well, I'm gonna go after the guy that I snuck attack and stabbed his kidneys and see if I can't drop him because uh, I don't need him to keep going after Hollis. That is true. You are Hollis's only hope. Mm. <laughs> All right. I rolled a 14, which gets me a 31. 31 will strike your target as you lunge to the attack, probably gritting your teeth through that scimitar hit that's still scoured down the side of your arm. Blood slowly draining down your arm and splashing into the sand beneath your feet. Uh, so that first hit is 14 points of damage. 14 points of damage. You ram your blade into him. He stumbles, reeling but still standing. She stabs again. As in standing at staggered, or not, yeah, staggered <laughs> at zero hit points. Finish him. I might. Uh, that second one is a 16 for a 28. 28 will strike your target. Four is another 15 points of damage. That will bring him down as he stumbles before detonating in a flashing explosion of fiery snakes. Huzzah! I will need a reflex save from Citra, Hollis, the other zealot, two of the... Sorry, the other warden, two of the zealots, and Sophronia. Jesus. Why do <laughs> I have to make all these? So Sophronia saves. The warden next to him fells. Both of the zealots, however, save. Okay, so Citra? Citra rolled a 19 for a 35. All right, so you save for no damage as you flip back out of the way and press yourself against the, the edge of the wall, letting the, the door frame absorb the impact. Hollis. Hollis rolls a 13 for a 22. 22 will bad. save as you stumble half-stunned nice. out of the way and still I mean, take half of the damage, but so... Yep, I take half damage, but it's fire, so it won't matter. Well, I mean... It matters for ticking off my stuff, but it won't hurt my hit point total. So it'd be eight points of damage regularly. So it's four points of damage to Hollis. Okay. Sophronia takes two because it's still a corporeal source. The zealots each take four. And the other warden takes a full blast for eight. Uh, now I need the fortitude save from oh, okay. Citra, Hollis, Sudi. Uh, Wait, Sudi? The, it's a 10 foot radius. For, oh, it's I a five foot radius foot. for that. And then a 10 foot radius for the uh, blinding effect. So fortitude save from Citra, Hollis, Sudi. Uh, Sophronia is immune to blindness. Hollis rolls a six for a 12. <laughs> but she has echolocation cast on her, so it won't super matter. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, Sudi rolls a 12 for a 25. Okay, Citra. Uh, Citra rolled a 17 for a 27. Nice. All right. So let's see. Zealot. Fortitude saves are things you're good at. Zealot succeeds. One of the disciples is caught in this blast as well, who rolls higher than the safety seal on his die. Rude. Monks, man. Both of the barbarian zealots succeed, and Sophronia, like I said, is immune. So there is a blinding flash of light. No blindness. Citra. So have a five-foot step if you'd like to take it, or 
I think I'm good where I am. All right, Citra holds the line there. Sudi Kantar. Good gravy, y'all. Sudi <laughs> looks around very grumpily at the fact that he can't get big and start really wailing on these guys. All right, I'm going to keep attacking the warden that I was hitting, that me and Masika have been kind of tag teaming on. So see if I can't get him down. All right. So flurry of blows once again. <sighs> That's another five for a 21. I know that hits them, but still. 21 will strike your target. I just wish I was rolling something. As long as it's a hit, don't complain. <laughs> All right, that's some damage. I hit him for 14. Wait, 15, because prayer. A telling hit. He's still going. Yeah. All right, second attack. I'm going to change die here. Slightly better. I rolled a 9 for a um, 25. 25 will strike your target. Sudi drops into his fighting stance and starts punching out. Get 12 points of damage. He's still going. Good gravy. Uh, that's probably going to miss. That is a 3 for a 14. A 14, unfortunately, will not strike your foe. Time for a key point for an extra attack. See, he's going in. Oh, come on. Oh, I was so close to criticaling it. Uh, there's a 19 on the die. Aww. Jordan's never happy. For a 35? That will strike your target. Uh, for 9 points of damage. That will blow up your target as he explodes Yay! into a ball of searing and fire. And also boo! I will need a <laughs> reflex save from Masika and Sudi, as well as the other disciple. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Disciple made a perfect 20, so and has I also invasion, made a perfect so. 20. Nice. Masika rolls a 10 <laughs> for a 17. All right. So the 17 also succeeds. So Masika, you only take uh, you only take five points instead of the ten points of fire damage. This just washes over you, and Sudi, after kicking this guy clear in the chest, manages to roll out of the way. Dramatic. Probably looking over and somewhat an annoyance as the other monk manages to do a you know dramatic side flip. Do the same also, thing, <laughs> avoiding the fiery snakes. We're, we're like mirrors, both of us like dramatically backhand springing away from the explosion. Yep. I will also need a fortitude save from Masika. Sudi, Hollis, you can't see it to make the fortitude save. Disciple, the other warden, and Sophronia's immune, and also it catches that zealot in the back. Sweet. Yep, so I got a 19 for a 31. Masika rolls a 12 for a 19. That will succeed. So Masika and Sudi, you manage to avert your gaze as there's this blinding flash of light, as does the zealot and the disciple. However, the warden doesn't shield his eyes fast enough as he stumbles blinded from the blast. Mm, hey, sneak attack. Nice. That brings us to the zealots. First one will take a five foot step forward, hefts and stabs his long spear at Masika. Boo. That is a perfect 20 to hit threat. Oh, no. No, oh. no, no, no. Long spear is a times three. No, exactly. Uh. Yes, that's problems. With the minus one, that's a 26, though, to confirm. No, that does not mm. confirm. It's a close thing, though. Times three with a barbarian. That would have been a good amount of damage. You shush. Don't sound so Ooh. disappointed. It's been awful, Rick. I don't want to make up. I don't want to make my backup idea again. <laughs> Sixteen points of damage as the spear rams into you. That would have been somewhere in like the forties. Oh, jeez. Again, you sound so pleased. <laughs> well, God. these other guys. These guys are kind of. They're not worthless, but they don't do a lot. It's just kind of like. Zerg rushing with sheer numbers and hit points. I'm so sorry you're having trouble murdering us all. I'm trying. Hollis feels very <laughs> stunned at this revelation. Teehee. <laughs> Teehee. The second zealot will stab out with his long spear at... He'll stab once at Citra and once at Hollis. 
primary attack towards Citra. That's a minus one for prayer. 25. No. Secondary attack at Hollis. That's a minus one for prayer. 20 even. Yep. It was so surprising uh, that he does manage to stab you for 13 points of damage, however. Okay, one of us has to pull Hollis back. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I should get a turn at some point where maybe I'm not stunned, maybe. Yeah. And I can then use my immediate action to get my hit points back. But I'm stunned right now. The other barbarian... Move through the threatened range of the paladin. Yes, please. That's what it. I'm considering. That's a great idea. Do it. So there's this freaking lightning orbs closing on him. <laughs> they just want to give him a hug. I move five... 15, 20, 30 feet as he circles around and then stabs out at Sophronia. Mm. Lame. Ooh, uh, it's a 30, 30 even after the minus one penalty for the prayer. Hits Sophronia, stabbing her for 16 points of damage, which will be eight points of damage. Woo, I love her. Keeping the tally going. Chip it away. 126 points to go. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. From there, we go to Lady Sophronia, who is not particularly happy with this situation. I mean, she's flanking the monk, so there's that. (laughs) How bloody does Hollis look? Hollis has 40 hit points right now. So pretty bloody. I can use my frickin' instantaneous action once I have an action. Assuming the monk doesn't stun you again next turn. So Sophronia will take an incorporeal glide, gliding between the cultists, step forward, reach out a hand, place this incorporeal hand upon Hollis and channel a uh, lay on hands Sweet. into Sweet. the injured wizard. Which sadly doesn't work on her. Nope. That's not a bad collection of rolls. So that's 23 hit points restored. Yay. And what are your mercies? Anything useful? Stunned. <laughs> That'd be rad. But if you were cursed, diseased, or sickened, <laughs> yeah, I always forget cursed is one of the options for the paladin lay on hands. It's all pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. I mean, we are in Osirian. There's curses aplenty. I was going to say true. it's very, very appropriate for this adventure path slash setting. So from Lady Sophronia, who brings back up the wizard, at Yay. least patches her up a little bit from the spear sticking out of her side. Masika of the Beckon. All right. The one orb on... The monk can't move because they can't move when they're in contact with somebody. So the one orb that's in the middle is going to move 20 feet just in a straight line forward, heading for those two zealots on the other side of the room. Just slowly bobs along through the air. I'm coming, guy. This one is going to move. The last orb's going to move 15 feet forward and land on that other zealot. Okay. So the monk that still has one on him and then the zealot need to make reflex saves. Alright, so it looks like our disciple gets a a 24. That passes, so he doesn't take any damage. Evasion. And then our barbarian uh, fell. He takes 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. Alright, and then if I cast burning hands... It would go... Uh, if you cast it straight forward, uh, mm-hmm. yes, you basically would not hit the monk, but you would hit the two zealots. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cast Burning Hands. Sweet. On the defensive? Yeah, on the defensive. There's that monk All right, right there. so Burning Hands on the defensive against the two zealots. I roll a 19, plus my level is a 30, which is more than enough for a first level spell. That will... The 19 would beat the DC 17, yeah. so yes. 
<laughs> then plus your your wisdom caster. Yeah, right? plus the seven yeah. from my wisdom, and then combat casting. So like forty-one, I think. Yeah, super duper good. The DC is eighteen for the reflex save. Eighteen for the reflex save. Not taking the penalties on this. Well, taking the minus one penalty, but not taking the. I'm covered in ball lightning penalty. Uh, so the first one gets a 19. The second one gets a 23. All right. So they both pass. Um, I do 18 points of damage, so nine. Nine points of fire damage this time as you cup your hands and a burning sheet of fire rolls over them. All right. And that's the end of Masika's turn. Well, Unless you want to take a five-foot step. Yeah, but that's still not going to let Sudi get big. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you and have they're to just go all gonna fall. Forward. I mean, well, they're just gonna you follow. can five foot step into the room. Why would you do I that? Do not recommend doing that. I would that. let Sudi get big. <laughs> I would let Sudi get big, but I don't recommend doing that. And then trap her in there. Uh, no. I'm just saying that there is an option. Yeah, it's a bad option. You shush. <laughs> That's called a trap. To be trap. fair, Masika has the same armor class that Sudi and Citra does. He's just as likely to avoid injury. We're not putting our spellcaster <laughs> in the freaking room. I am going to take a five foot step back just because that monk is still up in my grill. And Narmer's going to, since I took a five foot step back, Narmer's going to go ahead and spit at that monk and he's going to use a charge of the wand that's in his You tummy. can if you want. He is still being Please. threatened as the monk will step up. Oh yep. my oh, God. Yeah, do you don't remember me running from them the whole time? <laughs> <sighs> Well, this is getting out of hand. My wall this is Okay, Mashika, I'm going to spit. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, so he won't do that. He's coming back for me. They have collective memory. Uh, <laughs> this is true. He then immediately oh, five goodness. foot steps back now. <laughs> That'd be rude. All right. That's, that's the end of my turn. All right. So that brings us to the monks. The Boo, first one monk. will go ahead and punch out a fist at Masika. That is a perfect 20. That will hit threat. Oh. Uh. But it's a natural one that'll automatically fail to confirm. I think it's the second time I've done this. this It is. Fight. Jesus. It's dice all over the place. Uh, Regardless, it's going to hit, so I will need a fortitude save from Masika against that stunning blow. Uh, Masika rolls a 14, which gets her a 21. 21 will succeed. Masika still takes 12 points of damage. He will then... He'll try to hit Sudi again. Finally. Uh, no, that's a 19 to hit. Nope. All right, so he'll turn his attention back to Masika. Dang it. Stop. Although I think Masika has actually a better armor class than Sudi. Uh, no, I have a 29. Yeah. Okay. So following that up with Masika, that's a... Let me just put it this way. I rolled a 19 and a 17 for those, and neither of them got to 29. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sweet. Those first couple hits are real good, but the latter ones aren't. From there, we go to the other monk who dances his way forward, stepping up to the vacated position from his compatriot when he stepped up against Masika. Hollis is still wavering there, but is still, of course, also the easier target. Come on, hit me. They're not going to hit you. Stunning Sudi would be useful in this case. There you go. Come on. Stun Sudi. He'll use his better attacks to attacks against Sudi and then bring in those lesser attacks against the stunned wizard. She shouldn't be stunned anymore. Yeah, that guy just finished going. That's true. Yay. Yay. Which means stunning her would actually make more sense. No! Because she's a spellcaster and the biggest... She's the biggest threat on this field. (laughs) 
I'm going to point out that she has not actually killed anybody yet, and Citra and Sudi have, so they're actually the bigger threat. Yeah, but they saw her cast that big boom spell, and yeah, they don't want and her. And they hurt one of that. them for 30 yeah. points, and the rest for like 15, which is not as much as some of you have hurt them for things. <laughs> Spellcaster. I don't have anything good to cast anyway, so I guess I can just be stunned. So we'll start with the attack at Sudi, which is going to be a 28. Nope. It'll do a second attack at Hollis. This will be a stunning fist with a 27. I mean, yeah. Aye. Uh, we'll need a fortitude save from Hollis as she takes eight points of damage. All right, cool. Let me roll a three for a nine. Uh-oh. Hollis is stunned from the impact. Oh, crazy. Man, she's um, going to have a concussion after this. I mean, yeah. let's be real. We probably have all had concussions at one point or another during this adventure. It just gets fixed. My new opening move is going to be wall of fire. Just like F off. No. <laughs> It'd be really nice if you could get a turn. <laughs> like seriously. It would be great because I was really planning on trying to control some of this battlefield. It's almost like they're using decent tactics. Uh, following that up with a 20 and a 19 to both hit Hollis. 19, no. 20, yes. Wait, uh, you're stunned, aren't you? Oh, then yeah, those both hit me. I am probably oh going to be gosh. on the ground. So that is nine points from the first one and six points from the second Ugh. for a total of an additional okay. 15 points of damage. We have to get Hollis out okay, of here. I'm <laughs> I mean, I'm still up. I wish I had immediate actions. I wish I could freaking sneak attack something. <laughs> you can sneak attack the blind cultist. Yes, you can sneak attack. Get that guy. That brings us to uh, Hollis is stunned. The blind cultist. This guy. Let me just see on the off chance that he has blind fighting. That would be really amusing. Nope. Does not. Yeah, he's going to go ahead and... S Despite the fact that he's blind, he still gets his favorite enemy bonuses against Citra. So, uh, full attack. He has to hit her. He does have to hit her. Uh, so that 22 isn't going to hit regularly anyway. Nope. And that follow-up is a natural one. So that <laughs> will not hit either. So he flails around in the darkness, bringing us to Citra. Citra will stab. Stab that man. All right. I am going to two-weapon fight. Yeah! Kill him with sneak attack. And then kill his friend and his mom. Uh. <laughs> and his and mom. And his little cousin. Goodness. I'm little do you know mad. the mom's the barbarian that's right behind Yeah, it's <laughs> a family affair. I don't like that, though. It's only 17 for the first attack. A 17 will strike your blinded foe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there yep. we go. Yeah. All right. And this is not one of the ones that has the electricity stuff. So I can no. still hit him with that, right? Okay. Oh, yes. And then the sneaks attacks, which was a terrible roll. Uh, but I still do 29 points of damage for the first hit. Wow. Very well. He detonates an explosion Woo. of fiery snakes. I will need a reflex save from Citra, Hollis, Sudi, Lady Sophronia, one of the monks, and one of the barbarians. I get a 25. I can roll on anything that's not fortitude. Yeah, I roll an 11 <laughs> for a 24. I roll a 14 for a 30. All right, so Sudi and Citra roll out of the way of this to no effect, as does the monk cultist who dives out of the way of this. Hollis, Ooh. you take half damage for five points. So five off of my energy absorption. Sophronia takes it full on for 10 points, but then takes half because she's incorporeal for five points. They're eating through my energy absorption. How dare they? They're also eating through Sophronia's hit points. Only 121 to go. I have some spells for her. Just for her. And the Zealot Barbarian takes the full blast of it also. Good. Nice. 
So I need a fortitude save from Citra, Hollis, Sudi, Masika's just out of range of this. Ha, I'm uh, blind. Both of the monks, you're already blind. Both of the monks, Sophronia is immune to this. Two of the barbarians. So Masika and one of the barbarians out of the range. Otherwise, everyone's caught in this. Uh, so I roll a 10 for a 24. Okay. I roll a 9 for a 19. It's iffy. All right. 19 will save. Okay. <gasps> <gasps> uh, one of the barbarians unfortunately fails. Good. Good. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, both of the monks succeed and Sophronia's immune. Go stab the blind barbarian. Yeah, go stab the blind barbarian. <laughs> totally. Yeah, get him. Thanks, friend, um, for the exist. Yes, I would like to five foot step forward and right. I would like to attack the blind barbarian. So you step Ooh. up between Hollis and Lady Sophronia and yes. stab out at the blinded barbarian. He's also, he's the one with the electric cloud on him, right? Yes. Okay. Stab into the All cloud. Right. I don't think my second attack will hit. That is only a 14. He is flat footed. 14 will strike your target oh, as you woo. dive in, stab out with your blade, now he, slicing into him. He does have the electricity resistance, correct? Correct, but it is possible that you could roll high enough to get through it. It's a very low electricity resistance. Okay, I'll roll that separate then. All right, so that is uh, nine points of regular, six points of electricity. Okay, so it does somewhat affect him. Okay, and then sneaks attack. That's much better. Uh, that's another 25 points of damage. He detonates in an explosion of fiery snakes Whee! searing across the back of the room. It's something I kind of noticed with this fight as it was progressing is that you guys were doing a lot of damage, but it was dispersed over like eight guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I will need a reflex save from Citra and Sophronia. Ooh, that's actually not a great roll. Uh, I rolled uh, a four, but that still gets me a 20. That will still save for nothing, and <laughs> Sophronia makes the successful save. So she'll take that eight points of damage, reduce that down to four points of damage, reduce that down to two points of damage because it's from a corporeal source. 119 hit points to go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I kind of love this running commentary of her hit points. I uh, will also need a fortitude save from Hollis is already blind, Sudi's out of range, so Citra and the monk. I know, I'm so worried. Ah, there it is. Did no. you not want that? I didn't not want it, but I rolled a three, which gets me a 13. Yeah. Yep. There's a, yep. a flash, a blinding flash of light, and then just seared retinas, uh, meaning that you're unable to register that the monk next to you also stumbles back <laughs> as his oh, vision good. is seared as he was trying <laughs> to follow your movements. You still have your third attack if you want to blindly stab I, out. I'm going to blindly stab out. Do Why it. not? There's a 20 awesome. on every dice. Uh, I got I got a 52. All right, that'll hey. get the initiative. Um, hey. And I rolled a 13, which gets me a, a 28. Yes. 28 will strike your target yeah. as you blindly swing out back at him. But the, I don't get sneak attack if I'm blind. Fortunately. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> we got to get you a scroll of echolocation. I'm going to make right. one for you next time I have time to make a scroll. So that is nine points of regular, four points of electricity. All right. And then you can just... <laughs> and know where everybody is and stab <laughs> I like the the echolocation has to sound like a dolphin. Well, you know. I probably sound more like a just bat. For, uh, mm. Just to clarify this in case it becomes pertinent, uh, that was the first injury that monk has taken. Oh. Yes, yep. he's, he's been in the back hanging out with the lightning ball. <laughs> yeah, he's been dancing <laughs> in the ball, rave lightning dance ball. Back there. Yeah. So from Citra, we go to Sudikantar. 
Okay, well, with the monk right in front of me being blinded, that makes him a little bit less of a threat. So I'm going to target the one that's over to my left uh, that is currently threatening Masika that we have been... I think we've done some damage to. If pertinent, he's taken two points of damage. Oh my god. Me? Are you kidding me with this guy? The, um, actually, the, the one that Citra just hit has taken more points of damage than the other one. <laughs> just get the blind one. Get um, him. Yeah, I'm going to wail on the blind guy. <laughs> feel a little dirty for doing it, out but you know context, what? Out of context, that's so well bad. <laughs> yes, out of context, that makes me sound so bad. I went after the blind people, but they're cultists and they're evil. And the third one, um, in Citra's defense, she didn't know he was blind because she was blind. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Yeah, you have plausible deniability on that last for, one, but you definitely the stabbed a blind one, guy. The first two, not so much. Yeah, the first two. They're only blind them. because of themselves. Yeah. All right, let me let me attack the blind. Uh, what do we call them? Disciples. Disciples. We'll the blind I don't know. Disciples. I lost track of which ones were called what. Monkey boys. The monks are disciples. The guys with the scimitar, who we've already dealt with, were the wardens, and the uh, barbarian guys with the electricity are the zealots. Yep. Zealots. I'll take my hero point now. <laughs> okay, uh, so that is a. Th- 13 for a 29. A 29 will hit your blinded target. Whee! That is nine po- 10 points of damage. All right. A solid blow as you impact into him. Uh, second attack. You know what? I'll add insult to injury and do a stunning fist. <laughs> All right. Good. Hollis loves this. Uh, so that is a rolled an eight. That is a 24. A 24 will strike your target. Yay! believe he'll need to make a fortitude save. Uh, yes, that's 14 points of damage, and I do need him to make a fortitude save. My dice are literally all over the place. Uh, in this case, in his favor, that would be a perfect 20 for Dang a 30. It. Dang it. Curse it. Fine. I hit him again. All right. Okay, that is a 12 for a 23. A 23 will strike your target as you continue to pummel them. So question, these guys that have the electricity thing, is that like a spell they've cast on themselves? No. Uh, They basically are barbarians with elemental bloodlines that get their rage from being so elemental. (laughs) They probably have rage powers that do shenanigans. Uh, So that is 13 points of damage. 13 points. Still standing. Okay. Uh, Key point to get an extra hit on him. All right. Burning through the key points. Yikes. So uh, that is a punch, four for punch, a punch. 20. A 20 will hit your blinded foe as you Woo. bring your foot around, slamming the side of your leg right into the side, like into the trunk of his chest. Nice. So that is 12 points of damage to him. Nice. There's a resounding crack sound from a rib, but he's still going. Dang Probably it. several. You can't do crap for ribs. Yeah, gotta let it heal naturally. I mean, it might not be much of a problem if he explodes, but... I mean, this is true. Well. Long term. Short term, if it's like, if you win, you're gonna really feel this tomorrow. From Sudikantar, we go to our friends, the Zealots. Mm. Boo. So the first Zealot is going to stab at Sudi. Okay. With his long spear. Ooh, I can close down that warden page. <laughs> you know, doesn't matter that you have how many other tabs up? Yeah, more than I need. <laughs> but actually, it's the exact number I need. Yeah, it's only a 19 hit Sudi, so that's not gonna nope. hit Sudi. He's then gonna continue on with the mistaken assumption that every single one of them have continued on with, which is that Masika has a lower AC because she's a spellcaster. <laughs> He'll take a five foot step forward and stab over the monk at Masika. 
with a 19. Nope. You know, that's what they get for having such stereotypical uh, biases. It's true. Yeah, there you go. The other zealot will take a five-foot step forward and stab at Citra. Yep. Because you have a line. Ooh. Yeah, that would have hit anybody. That's a 32. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah, that gets me. I mean, I have taken out, like, what, four of these guys? Mm-hmm. A fair so, number, yes. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, 15 points of damage from the long spear as it stabs into Citra. And then a second stab also at Citra. This, however, is only a 17. It's against your flat-footed AC. I think blindness also carries an additional penalty. Oh, right. I'm blind. Uh, no, but that does not. It's a minus me. two to your AC and you lose your dex to your yes, AC. Yes, so flat-footed minus two. Yeah, my flat-footed is a 21 minus two. So 19. 19. All right. Nice. So nice. you barely managed to avoid this second stab. Not really even intentionally, or intentionally avoiding it so much as just stumbling from the first stab. That brings us to Sophronia. Uh, Sophronia, don't go through the orbs. She glances over, nodding. I'm sure there's like small arcs of electricity <laughs> since the orbs in the square next to her just kind of sparking off of her plate <laughs> metal. Like, ooh. <laughs> is Hollis worse off than she was last round? Hollis is exactly the same as she was last round. Okay. So uh, in essence, they undid all of the healing that you received. It's true, but Hollis is going to GTFO because the guy that punched her is blind. It's true. Oh, you're blind too, so... I have echolocation. <laughs> she can still crawl. Oh, yeah, that's right. Actually, she, she's no longer blind either because that blindness uh, ended on the end of Citra's turn oh, because it was the last person that Citra exploded. So she can see again. She's just still wavering from this multiple punches, gasping for breath and blood my just brain's smeared getting down rattled. her face. That's where I keep all my magic. All right. <laughs> Sophronia will slide forward and we'll go ahead and full out attack against the monk. Mm, good. Try to take care of the thing potentially threatening. She's not a paladin of Iomide, so the idea of, like, you know, this guy's at a disadvantage. It's like, no, he's evil first. That's my first concern, more than, like, honorable combat against this guy. <laughs> yeah. They no. did this to themselves. <laughs> they knew what they were getting into. I'm so just going to go with, cults. at the end of the day, Citra grew up on the streets. And oh, yeah, exactly. You, you take every <laughs> you know, opportunity you can get. Yeah, like, her parents are well off now, but they weren't always. And, you know, sometimes you just got to punch a guy to get away. <laughs> So Sophronia's first stab is a natural one, unfortunately. Her follow-up swing is a 29, which will strike her target. Cutting into her foe for 12 points of damage. Back swings. Uh, perfect 20 will automatically hit. Threat rolls to confirm. I kind of want Rachel to just... It is non-stop. <laughs> is it a, seriously another natural one? It's another natural Dude, one. This, it's like this dice is either horribly imbalanced or amazingly balanced. Weird. Too Perfectly balanced. balanced as all things God. should be. Freaking Thanos. I, mean, I want to I test this laugh. dice for solid metal. Yeah, I shouldn't laugh because I, I actually want Lady Sephardia to get so this funny. critical off. It's, it's but just very weirdly it's coincidental with yeah, all these like 20s so followed what, by ones. It's like, just weird, time. man. I think it's the third time this battle. I don't know. So, somebody somebody who's listening one. to this will tell us how, exactly how many times it was. Yeah, this, anyway. Um, still, she does manage to stab home for max damage, 15 points of damage with her backswing. Very nice. Very nice. Come on. Her opponent is still standing. Ow. Dang it. I'm ready for those boom booms. I'm not. Unfortunately, like Sophronia's damage potential goes down a great deal when she's not spiting. Mm, that's understandable. Masika of the Beckon. All right. So the orb closest to the left is going to 
float five feet forward and then diagonal into this zealot square. So the closest okay, so zealot. against the closest zealot to you. The middle guy. Yes. The one who thought he was safe, surrounded by his compatriots. The one in the back will move into the zealot in the back square. Okay. The final one will move around Sophronia and go into the zealot in the back square, too. Because these... Well, that monk's blind. He might not make the save. Yeah. I was going to say go for it, because yeah, I mean, there's a... there you go. He's at a okay. disadvantage, at least now. <laughs> All right. As a perfect 20 for the first Zealot's Reflex save. Rude. Which is actually, I think, the Boo. only thing that will save. Boo. It's a DC 21, and he gets a minus five penalty. Natural 20 on a saving throw is always a success, and a natural one oh. is always a failure. Wow. There you go. So that perfect 20 will actually save. The other guy Boo. does not. And the monk is going to be close. No, that's a 24, so that will save. Rude. And evasion. Interestingly enough, being blinded doesn't actually impact your reflex saves. All right, nope. so the one zealot that didn't fell takes 10 points of damage. Okay, so the other one takes five because they don't have evasion or anything. No, I think if he passes, he takes no damage. Oh, is that part of the spell description? Is it reflex save for none? Yeah, reflex save negates damage. Oh, so yeah, oh, he hops out of the way entirely. But one of them is still lightly electrified by this. He is singed. To be fair, that was just a move action from Masika, so... This monk in front of me has barely taken any damage, right? Uh, Two points. Yes. Yeah. That's from you hitting him, I was think. That? Or was that from something else? No, I'm not sure what did those two points of damage, but... Was it the uh, acid from Oh, Norbert? it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe that was Oh, yeah, it's it. the two points ah. of acid damage, yeah. <laughs> oh. I marked him for death. <laughs> that monk wants an armor. I'm coming for you, guy. And by that, I mean Mashika's coming for him. Be a great time for a Latin. <laughs> Let's get him, Mashika. I say we challenge him to a single combat. No. Right. Um, Wrong character for that. And by that, I mean both of us. Screw it. All right, so I roll a 12 to cast on the defensive, plus 11 is 23, plus my wisdom is 30, plus combat casting is 34. That's a level the spell? To cast a six-level spell. That will succeed against the DC 27. I roll a perfect 20 to touch hey. him. That will hit threat. Nice. Yes. Come on, critical slay him. So I get a 26. I roll 15, which gets me 26 to confirm the a critical. 26 will confirm against Ooh. his touch AC. He needs to make a fortitude save. Uh, so fortitude save, he gets a uh, 24. Oh. oh, hold on. He's a monk. Minus one for prayer. 23. 23 is the save DC, so he passed oh. it by two. No! Uh, I wanted to give it to you, but... All right, Dang but he still it. takes 3d6 plus one point per caster level, so he takes 22. And then double because it's a critical, yeah, so it's... It. So 66 <laughs> it's still going to be some whatever. good damage. 66 plus 22. Still going to hurt him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you could get into the 50s with that. He'd have to roll really well, but... So 24 plus 22 is 46. 46 points of damage is still nothing to sneeze at as you blast them. No. Reaching out, grabbing onto him, there's this wispy smoke that pours off of Masika's hand. You know, the man screams, stumbles back, staggers from the hit, and you see, like, smoke pouring out of, like, the mouth slit and the eye holes of his mask. Can Armor say, your pharaoh won't save you? <laughs> in Armor's voice. Your pharaoh can't shave you now. Yeah. It sure sounds like I'm saying shave. Yeah, yeah. Either Your way, fair can't shave you now. It, it would have been it would have been twelve d six, so it would have been twenty four d six if I if he'd had failed that save. Oh, Bummer. sadness! 
That would have been a lot of fun. That's uh-huh. devastating. I blame Rick. I tried to give it to you because I was like, <laughs> that oh, is wait. true, you did. <laughs> Again, it's always annoying when it's clo- they barely make it. That's still it. a that telling does. hit. Uh, you have a five-foot step left if you want to take He's it. He's just going to follow me. I'm going to yes. stay here. That's true. <laughs> Hold the line, Masika. <laughs> he could get into that. He finally get in that flank against Sudi. Uh-huh. Woo. Got to get you one of them stunned blind monks. Then they can't follow you. <laughs> so that brings us to the disciples. Let's start with the... Uh, the disciple that was just slay living. He's probably going to hit Masika real hard. <laughs> yeah, he's going to go after... The lady who just tried to murder him with a touch. Yeah, he'll go... He'll full out attack. <laughs> he'll try to stunning fist with the first one. That's a natural one. That will automatically miss his target. <laughs> Wild. Okay, there it is. Adjusted 32 minus 1, 31. That'll hit me. Yikes. Slamming Masika for 15 points of damage. Follows that up with a 13. That's not going to do anything. Nope. Follows that up with a perfect 20, which will automatically oh, hit threat. Come on. Wild. What is this? Natural one. 26 to confirm. No. All right. So it does not confirm. It wasn't a natural one. And that's only seven points of damage. Could have been better. And the other blinded cultists still somehow dodging a ball of electricity. Well, he knows someone's next to him because Citra just stabbed him. <laughs> so, yeah, he'll go ahead and go full out against Citra. Dang it. Again, what does a man have to do to get stabbed around here? Go you earlier in the them. initiative so you can go out into the end. <laughs> I just have to get big, apparently. All right, block so the door. that's a 31, which I believe will hit. Let me roll for that mischance. Oh, yeah. 46 will not get through the mischance. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Follows that up with a 27. You are blinded. Yeah, so that'll hit. All right, and that 85 is going to get through, though. Dang it. So that one will strike true, only for seven points of damage. Then we're looking at a 15, so don't worry about the missed chance on that. And we're looking at a 10. Will a 10 hit? <laughs> uh, no. All right, and he's still blinded because it's going to keep going until the end of Citra's turn. Woo. So, Hollis, welcome back to the fight. Ha ha! Yay! Hollis takes a five-foot step diagonally away from this BS. <laughs> Smart plan. Unfortunately, he can't see you to step up. So. Yay! <laughs> and then I magic missile the blind... No. I magic missile the one in front of Vasika because he's the one that stunned me first and made my life hard. <laughs> okay. Hollis isn't vindictive, we swear. I'm doing the opposite of Masika and doing a first level spell. <laughs> I can only imagine how this fight was for Hollis because Hollis like stepped in, cast a spell, got punched in the nose. And then for about like uh, 12 to 15 seconds was just discombobulated with these explosions and blinding <laughs> flashes everywhere. It and was then crazy. finally comes to and there's like half of the people are dead. Everyone's all over the place. She's like, if this is what it's like on the front line, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I'm here all the time. Uh, she also pulls her dagger as she moves because apparently that's a thing. I'm going to be in the front line. Uh, and I finger guns at that guy for 17 points of uh, magic damage, force damage. Okay. Pew, pew, pew. A, uh, a quintet of missiles slices into your foe. Flashes a purple searing across him as Masika's like, oh, Hollis is back in the fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and I'll go ahead and use my greater reversion immediate action, just in case, to get back 3d8 plus 11. Hey, Masika, Hollis is back. Either that or Sugar somehow figured out how to steer. <laughs> 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 
You should really get with Sugar and teach her how to do that, since you did that with me that one time. That's true. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that gets her 27 points back. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. From Hollis, we go to Citra. I'm going to try to stab at this guy in front of me. All right. Okay, that's a 74. Okay. And then I rolled a seven, which gets me a 24 to hit him. That will strike your blinded target. Okay. That As you fill is... a punch before you just stab back out at him. <laughs> 11 regular to electricity. The man detonates Woo! in an explosion Boom. of fiery snakes, requiring a reflex save from Sudi and Citra and Lady Sophronia and the all the remaining cultists. Sophronia well, fails. I've probably failed this. So I rolled a five, which gets me an 18. Okay. I roll an eight, which gets me a 24. All right, both of you succeed. Oh, yay. And then the other monk succeeds, but the two zealots fell, taking 10 points of fire damage each, as there's a blast of searing light and fire, and Sudi and Citra take nothing, and Lady Sophronia also fells, which means that she would take 10, but instead takes five. 114 to go. <laughs> Gracious. I will also need a fortitude save from Sudi and all of the cultists. That is a 13 for a 27. 27 is good. The backmost zealot, however, takes this blast full in the face and <laughs> stumbles away from the uh, explosion blinded. I'm pretty sure you got him, Citra, because <laughs> there was an explosion. Um, well, I, I can't really see where to move, though. And yeah, so there's you're an electric stuck. cloud nearby, and I don't know where it is, so I'm just going to stay put. Citra holds her ground. <laughs> Sudikantar. And Citra gets oh, her sight cutie. back at the end of her turn, right? Yes. Yay. Yay. Sudi, please hurt this monk. Yep, one one more monk to deal with. Uh, <laughs> Sudi is going to flurry of blows, full out attack this monk. Masika doesn't look real great. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start with a stunning fist on him as well. So here we go. That is a two on the dice for an 18. An 18 will not hit the disciple as you spin around. Yep. He ducks underneath this. Your foot cracks into the stone, sending chips of stone flying away. Boo. Okay. Uh, next attack. That is a three for a 19. A 19 will not strike as you spin back around kick. He leaps up high as your foot just slams into the wall once again. Dang, monks. Okay. That maybe this. So roll a 17. That is a 28. A 28 will hit as you catch him is. in mid-flight. Doing one of those, like, lean over, double fist punch up over your shoulder. Uh, like the dragon dance from Avatar. Goodness. <laughs> Just without the fingers. Nice. Uh, okay, so then that is 12 points of damage. A solid hit. He's still going. Okay, I'm going to use another key point. Burn my key points. I want this guy to go away. Ah, oh, so close again. That's a 19, which is a 35. 35 will strike your target. All right, max damage. So that is 15 points of damage. You impact into him again as you slam him against the wall, and he is still up and going. Dang it, this guy. Is that it for Sudi? <sighs> Sadly, yes. Not a good round for Sudi. Brings us to the Zealots, which, much akin to their name, will continue to fight on. Uh... Can the blind one stumble into the other cloud of lightning? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that first one's going to stab out twice at Masika because that 
slay living looked like it really hurt his buddy. No, Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was just the I first like, name. That I feel like this. There's an opportunity for us to just like have our Patreon backers be uh, naming, giving us his names for all of our opponents. I thought you were gonna <laughs> say we just take all of our Patreon backers' first names. No, and those no, no. <laughs> our Patreon like, bosses are our friends. They're not enemies, <laughs> but they can pick awful. the names of the enemies and oh, be no, like, "Tom, no, from Florida, Timmy, no." <laughs> no. We have to use their Galarian location, so it's this amazingly like multinational cult brought together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Then we're gonna get names like Culty McCultface and things hey, you like know that. What? It would be hilarious. Call them Culty McCultface ourselves. Stabbing our good. Buddy Graf from the Mana Waste as he gets stabbed in the face. Oh no! Why are you like that, man? No, we love Graf. No, he is gonna stab. Uh, so the first of the zealots is gonna stab out at Masika. That is with his long spear, and that is with a. It's a decent roll. It'll be 29 minus one because of the prayer. So I believe a 28 will miss. Yes, it will. Yay! Oh, that's prayer. so sad. <laughs> He'll try again. Actually, yeah. He doesn't know, know that Citra's not blinded. She's still blinking that away. So he will stab out at Citra, even though she's not blind any longer. That is with a perfect 20, which will automatically hit. That one, that one, that one, that one. Nope, not a nat one. Uh, however, it's only 11 to confirm. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, two ones, fine. two ones. That's still acceptable as long as he doesn't crit. It's, it's a double one, yes. Stabbing Citra for 15 points of damage, though. Yeah, so I've been stabbed for 15 points quite a few times now. Just FYI. Yeah, Masika's yeah. sitting at 17 hit points, so. Oh, you're worse than me then. Yeah, no, it's it's bad times. You'll then take a five-foot step gliding back out from the uh, the electrical thing and continue into Harry's suity. Oh, Hollis was actually doing okay comparatively. I had 40. I was okay until that monk hit me twice last round. Mm. <laughs> yeah. The other spear-wielding cultist will stab out at where Citra was, and in fact still is. So he rolls a 19, uh, but only gets a 40 on his mischance. So that will not strike Yay. his target. Uh, he will not take a second attack and instead use a move action to stumble backwards away from the electrical orb. Guess he doesn't know those orbs can move. They've seen him moving the whole fight, so. Yeah, yeah, they've been moving all over the place. I can make an argument that they can tell that it's taking Masika some concentration because yeah. she's gesturing with one hand to move them around. While yeah, trying she's to probably doing like a other. Scarlet Witch thing, you know? And <laughs> Oh, yeah, there you go. Out. Making it weird. Just as a random side note, this might get cut. Am I the only one that was bothered by the fact that they gave like Scarlet Witch that really cool jerky motion, like J-horror thing in yeah. Ultron? And then never did that again. Yeah. Because I remember seeing that and go, that's real witchy. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. And then she never does that crazy, like, jerky motion thing or make people go inside of their brains ever again. Yeah. I know. Well, because yeah. she was on the good side then. You're not really supposed to mess people's head on that. I'm just saying. Underutilized yeah. is what we're saying. So is Crossbones. So uh, Lady Sophronia will, I guess, go ahead and close on this blinded guy because <laughs> she's not taking any prisoners. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I was going to say, they're not surrendering or anything. No, they're going to explode. That's what they do. And steps. Hey, if you're going to kill that guy, kill him near his friend so his friend might be blinded. <laughs> yes, exactly. Let's continue the, the uh, you know, the their, one of their people gets blinded every time. Uh, she does strike her target for 13 points of damage. I don't know if he's really been hit, though, has he? Oh, he's been hit a lot. Oh, yeah, he's been electrocuted like crazy. He was in the lightning arc. Uh, he was also, I think, hit with the uh, lightning orbs. He was hit with this one of the lightning the, uh, balls, yeah. This is the seventh time he's been hit. Oh, <laughs> okay, never mind then. 
These zealots have been taking a beating in the back line. Barbarian. From Sophronia, we go to Masika. All right, Masika is going to take a five foot step over next to Sudi. Because Masika needs to be able to see around the door jam to see the other guy. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. So can you see him? I can see a little bit of a white corner of the square of his <laughs> like thing. So it counts. Yeah. You can technically see the square to direct it into. Yes. Yeah, so. Yeah, because the door frame's kind of blocking your vision. The orb right next to him is going to go ahead and just tootle on over into his square. <laughs> tootle on totally over. <laughs> this, this one next to Sophronia is going to go into the blind cultist square. And Kay. these monks keep passing their saves. It's not worth it. I mean, you, there's nobody else to target, though. You might as well You can stack them. You, you can stack them. Uh-huh. What? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yes, good so point. So then this one, the one right in front of Citra is just going to move 10 feet on and stack with that other cultist. It's going to tootly woodly over there. It's going to tootly woodly The one that's there. hiding behind the door. <laughs> like a coward. Spikes its way over, singing old tunes. Why do I imagine that these like little balls have little armor faces inside of them? <laughs> they do. <laughs> It'd be kind of like if an armor went insane for an episode and then started going all like hell. <laughs> Daisy, Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, reflex saves from those people, please. DC 21 minus four because of the spell, minus one because of the prayer, if that's still going on. They could always roll perfect 20. Yeah, neither of them succeed. Yay. He <laughs> sounds so disappointed. <laughs> I just want them to do something cool. The blind cultist <laughs> takes 13. I rolled three ones for the first orb on the other cultist, so three. Oh. Does he get this, a separate reflex save for each? I would imagine. And then the second one does 12. Let's give him another chance. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. All right, then uh, Masika's going to use her healing hex on herself. <laughs> Good plan. Good plan. Uh, so she gets 2d8 back, so I get 22 back. Okay. A flood of positive energy rolls through you. Narmer sticks out his tiny mechanical tongue at the other cultists. (laughs) (laughs) A little cranking sound. (laughs) Um, From Masika, we go to the monk. This guy. Yeah, he's gonna punch out at even threatening Masika, like Masika's too dedicated to a spellcaster. She's not taking any penalties, and she's healing herself now. Citra seems to be in fairly rough shape, or at the very least seems to have been hit a lot. And he hasn't really tried himself against her, AC. And she's killed, like, four dudes. Yeah, so so yeah, he's gonna take a slide over towards Citra, and then lash out with a stunning fist. I think that's close, but no cigar. That's a 27. Nope. Alright, he'll try again. This one's not stunning, that. That's a perfect 20. We'll automatically hit. Yeah. Good gracious. This night has been one, something one, else. One, one. Uh, 23. So many, 20s. No. so many 20s. So many 20s. I get to see that nice Dyson headphone logo so often. <laughs> nice. I don't know if Jordan's ever seen it. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Let's be real. I made a perfect 20 on a save earlier, I think it was. Uh, yes, so. but I'm actually not using those dice because I got mine for... Uh, for Wait, uh, I see. Why am I not using mine? Yeah, I use those for. Uh, I, uh, I use them for Rebels. Hell's Rebels. Yes, but I have seen them because I put my dice by the highest number on the top, so I've seen them. I just don't ever <laughs> see them on the, when I roll. You've seen it in game before. 
Uh, so manages to hit Citra for 11 points of damage. I'm at 28. This is not looking so great. He's going to keep attacking. There's a 19. No. And a... God, that's such a good roll. But that's only a 27. No. Uh, all right. All of Starkweather. Uh, how bad are you, Citra? I have 28 hit points. You're getting messed up. I can use a healing hex on her next turn. Yeah, but the barbarians go before you. Uh, Hollis will snap her fingers for that cure mod wound wand. Uh, take a five foot okay. step up, because that's a, an immediate action, and uh, cast uh, this wand, so I need to make a use magic device. Use magic device. I roll a 19 for like an ungodly number. Nice. <laughs> I roll a 39. A 39 will beat the DC 20. Yeah, I, I can't actually <laughs> fail that check, but because uh, I have nice. a 19. All right, and then I will moderately cure you with this wand. Please cure me. 11. Hey, you know what? Every bit helps. Puts that, me right back where I was. I was going to say that ago. undoes that punch that she just yeah. took. So. <laughs> so mark off the uh, the charge, because I think you're still technically tracking that wand. Yeah, I think it's a wand that Citra's carrying. Tomorrow I'll recast that, and then we'll continue to have our fun backup plan. Okay. From Hollis, we go to... Citra Nahamra. Citra is going to five foot step into the flank. Yes, flanking. And then I am going to uh, two weapon fight and hopefully take care of this guy. Murder this man. Why? Um, Okay. Unfortunately, that's only a 17. Oh, wait, the flank, 19. Well, not sure. Okay. Well, the second one is a 29 because I rolled a 17. 29 will strike your flanked foe as you dive to the attack. There's a threat. That is a hit Yay! threat. Roll to confirm. I roll a 15 for a 27 to confirm. 27 will confirm your critical hit as you dive forward. Excellent. All right, so I start with 21. I'm in my sneak attack. That'd be 44 points of damage. Nice. There's a detonation of fiery <laughs> snakes as Citra's <laughs> blade slices into this man's back. I will need a reflex save from Citra and Sudi. Okay, roll a 17 for a 30. I roll a 7 for a 23. Both of those will succeed as you flip out of the way to for no damage. I will then need a fortitude save from Citra, Sudi, Masika, Hollis, and one cultist. Come on. These are always my bad ones. Uh, maybe. Hey, I rolled okay. I rolled a 13 for a 19. I roll okay. an 8 for a 22. I roll a 3 for a 10. Oh, no. Ooh. I roll a 10 for a 20. All except for Masika managed to avert their gaze uh, as a blinding flash rolls over Masika and she stumbles back as it sears into her retina. Narmer. Yep. I need targeting assistance. <laughs> oh, we're going back to this again. <laughs> Deploy the extra eyes. Hold on. Let me let me turn on my like a uh, Tom Clancy spinner shell like green vision and then, like flicks the side of his face and his eyes turn green. Okay. I love this. Sham Fisher. Goodness, I need targeting assistance. <laughs> I can't say sham. Sham Fisher. Sounds like I'm saying sham. From Citra. That would be his name would be Sham, sham Fisher. Fisher because he's also fish. Yes. Um, yes, exactly. I love this. I don't know where I'm going with that. I don't. I need, From, I need, I need some fan art of this now. <laughs> with the goggles and everything. It'd be yes, great. Sham Fisher. From Citra. Uh, well, technically you. Yeah, you've got no available targets. You've already taken your five-foot step. Yeah. So you've already taken both of your stabs. So that's pretty much it for Citra. Sudi Kantar. I didn't even get um, my third stab. Sad times for you. 
Sudi Kantar taking a five foot step up next to the uh, zealot that's closest to the door. Yep. Gonna... The not blinded zealot. So many blinded people. So, so much blindness. All right, I'm going to. Hey, it only happened to be guy. once this time rather than like the three or four times it happened the last time we were accosted by a bunch of cultists. True. All right, I'm going to pummel this guy with a flurry of blows. Okay. That's a natural one. We will speak no more of that. Uh, that is a six for a 22. 22 will strike your target. Cool. That is uh, 13 points of damage. He's still going. 15 for a 26. 26 will strike your target. Okay, and that is going to be 10 points of damage. Still kicking. Dang it. All right, I'm not going to use a key point because I'm going to save those for the inevitable Glabrazoo fight that's probably coming. Which brings us to the Zelts then. Yep. The one Sudi just hit will take a five-foot step away from those electrical balls. Dang it. I'm not step-upping into the into the electrical <laughs> balls because that seems like a bad idea. Yeah, they will zap you. I mean, technically, you could five foot, You could use your step up to step up past them. Oh, okay. I'll step up past them then. Take that. Yeah, just like go around them. Take that, so, man. So, all right. So if you're doing that, then he will yeah. drop his long spear, pull his war hammer. Ah, sweet. And swing with a natural one. Yeah! <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> he blocks it like, hiya. <laughs> No, oh, sir. <laughs> These cultists are both amazing and awful all at the same time. Yeah, it's time. like a seesaw of affection, of like effectiveness. <laughs> affection. <laughs> I do want seesaw of affection to be the new term for a love-hate relationship. <laughs> the other cultist will slide five feet back with his spear and uh, and stab out at Sudi. Twenty-four will not hit Sudi. He'll then try a stab at Sophronia. <laughs> Okay. Ooh, does manage a 25, which will not hit Sophronia. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are having a bad day. Bringing us to Sophronia, who will step up, spins her blade, swings, striking her foe, driving her blade into her target for seven points of damage as the man detonates in an explosion Whee! of fiery snakes. Yay, fire. I don't know why I went a little like Weatherman there. I was about to say. <laughs> Detonates an explosion of fiery snakes. Next. Back to you, Jordan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she will need to make a reflex save of what she fells because she usually does on those of which does 12 points of damage. So six points of damage. So 108 hit points to go. I'll patch her up <laughs> after this. It's fine. Hilarious. She's actually taken quite a beating from she, this. She is taking a beating, but it's because of the half damage to pretty much everything that yeah, she's not taking that much. And I will need a fortitude save from Sudi because he is in the blast radius of the blindness effect. Oh, there it is, everybody. A natural one uh, for failure. Did Sudi take Big blind fa fight? Failure. No, I didn't take blind fight. Oh. <laughs> I don't think you guys have leveled up since you've realized that this blindness is a whole theme. Yes, for this we haven't true. leveled up. But even if we did, it, the next level is 12th level, so I wouldn't get a yeah. uh, feat. For really this whole book, blindness has been the theme. Yep. From Sophronia, we go to Masika of the Beckon. Masika's going to stumble forward with a five-foot step next to where Hollis used to be. All right, Narmer, can you see him? I don't know. Can I see him? Yes, he can see the corner of the square. You're like, not casting a spell. You're directing it. What is yeah. the exact wording on ball lightning? Let me see. 
Each globe moves as long as you can actively direct it. It's a move action for you to direct all the spheres created by a single casting of a spell. Otherwise, they stay at rest. These globes have no mass and cannot push aside unwilling creatures or move solid objects. Um, and then if the globe enters a square with a creature, it stops moving for the round and deals its damage. They have a fly rate of 20 feet per round with perfect maneuverability. Okay, I see him. So move both of the current orbs straight north. 1.524 meters. Masika does this with her mind. <laughs> you know? And then for the other one, you need to move it forward. North, 1.524 meters. Okay, Masika does it. And then west, 3.048 meters. Masika follows these directions. I love his precision. <laughs> Did we get him? I don't know why I said that he was metric at some point, because now I have to pull out like a metric conversion thing. I mean, it makes sense. America is just behind the times. Uh, so yeah, he's going to need to make three reflex saves. Does not get a perfect 20. Does not get a perfect 20. Perfect 20? Oh, boo, Seriously? he saved on no, one. No, he does not get a perfect 20. Oh. I'm sorry oh, on that okay, last one, sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> so like, the first it. storm... Sorry, I was trying to use my sarcasm voice. There. I was going to say, it didn't quite sound <laughs> sincere, but your sarcastic voice and your normal voice were very They're similar. They're very similar, it's the, true. The first orb does eight. Nice. The, the first orb kills him. Yay. Did, did we get him? Normer. Do you, do you not hear the explosion? Did he deafen you too? <laughs> uh, there is an explosion of fire snakes. So I will need Sudi to make a reflex. Yep. I roll a 19. So that's a 32. No damage. A 32 will successfully save and you're already blinded. So, yep. so cool. There is a detonation of fiery snakes as Sudi, I suppose, just kind of dusts himself off. From the blast. <laughs> Masika stands there and blinks for a few seconds. Eight seer marks across the floor of this room from the cultists that you've confronted up until this point. I suppose uh, now with a very good idea of what will happen, uh, maybe every time you rest, who knows how many cultists are out there in the, uh, the God, desert that could that return many. to there face you There has to be again. a finite um, an, you know, amount of cultists. This isn't like, you know, Castlevania where you leave a room and you come back and all the monsters respawn. I was going to say, it's not, it's not Dark Souls. <laughs> And after this extraordinarily long fight, uh -huh. I think for the first time that I've had to do this, having done this fight this entire episode, we'll pick it up here next oh, time. No. Oh, no. Yeah. We'll find out next time. We'll if find out next time. Right. Oh, oh, my goodness gracious. is like, no, I'm still blind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when was the last time we had to have a fight. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mummy's Mask is copyrighted 2014. Mummy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.